This is Get a Load of This Podcast, where we cover topics for truckers and entrepreneurs alike. Our guests are coming straight from the trucking industry and industries that directly influence and impact the truckers and trucking companies. We want to bring tremendous value to today's leaders and entrepreneurs and our future of the trucking industry. The common passion amongst our hosts and our guests is one thing. It's you. It's you, the people that make this country move, the trucking industry. Enough with the introductions. Let's get this load on the road. We are your hosts, Thomas, Cameron, and Ryan. Let's get rolling. All right, we're live. How we doing, everybody? This is your host of Get a Load of This Trucking, Cameron Pishy. As always, this episode is driven by Valley Trucking Insurance. I'm the owner and founder over at Valley Trucking and your host of Get a Load of This. Today, I've got co-host Ryan Young, also a producer with Valley Trucking. What up, Ryan? Hey, everybody. You're making your rounds up in Canada. You're not in Vancouver today. Where are you at? I'm in Hamilton, Ontario, about an hour southeast of Toronto. Nice. An hour north. Toronto Raptors. Or wait, southwest. Yeah, yeah. Great. Something like that. Yeah, we're not going to give them any mention. <laughs> Portland Trailblazers, baby. Yeah, whatever. If you run into Vince <laughs> Carter, tell him I said what's up. <laughs> hey, uh, the ghost of is, is, uh, is still haunting Toronto, I think. So. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Today, today is an awesome episode. We've got one of our new um, partner vendors on. And I'm excited to go into their product because I think they have a tremendous impact on the trucking industry and safety and compliance and technologies and all kinds of um, interface stuff that can integrate directly with your company. We've got Abhishek over with Keep Trucking. My guess is, is most people in the industry are going to be familiar, but they might not be familiar as to all the tools and capabilities and conveniences that Keep Trucking provides. So, um Let's welcome Abhishek. Abhishek, take a second to introduce yourself and tell us what you do for Keep Trucking and a little bit of your background. Great. Well, thanks, Cameron and Ryan, for uh, having me. I really appreciate the uh, <clears throat> you know the ability to come on here and, and talk to your guys' audience. Um, so, yeah, uh, back around me, I lead our safety and compliance products for uh, Keep Trucking. Uh, that effectively covers uh, the majority of uh, you know our customer base, but also uh, you know, specifically a lot of our long haul trucking customers. Uh, I've been here for uh, almost two and a half years, um, and it's it's been an amazing two and a half years. Uh, prior to that, I was at uh, working in other tech companies. I worked at Uber for a while, uh, Box, and and some other places. And so, uh, Keep Trucking was just an awesome opportunity to you know bring technology to a a new audience. Um, and transportation is so core to the company, or sorry, so core to the country. Uh, so core to our infrastructure and you know things moving along that it was just an opportunity I couldn't pass up. So really excited to be here and excited for you guys to have me. Yeah, and I feel like two years in the tech industry is an eternity. So that's awesome because <laughs> it moves fast. And I was actually just down in San Francisco um, for a 49ers game talking to a couple of gentlemen that had worked for you know Google, Yahoo, um, all these different tech companies and startups. So it was, it was super interesting to kind of hear their upbringing and background from the 90s to today and it sounds like they've like worked in all the major players that that pop up in my mind anyway for tech so yeah yeah tech is a uh, a fast moving uh place and i think um you know there there's a lot of opportunity for for you to kind of bring in products that help make an impact so yeah uh, we'll keep trucking i think you know we're uh, we were actually founded in um, 2013 so we're a fleet management provider for you know, those that um, may not be aware of what we do. And, you know, we focus a lot on um, how do we sort of leverage um, AI and technology to, to really solve some of the most kind of important and compelling kind of problems for our customers. Our customers typically uh, re- operate in what we call the physical economy. They have physical operations. Um, they have, uh, you know, things that require things to be moved. And so uh, some of the hardware products and software products we built are really around how do you get the most out of your uh, products? How do you make your driver safer? How do you be more compliant with the, with the rules of the road? How do you maximize um, you know, efficiency across your, uh, your assets? And so um, the company now I think has been, so I mentioned in 2013, so we have almost uh, over 2,400 employees. Uh, we're a series Z uh, startup and um, you know, we, we've been 
uh, growing and, and pretty excited to talk about some of the things that we launched recently um, in, in this space. Yeah, we're excited too. And on the insurance um, company side, for my business anyway, we actually just recently brought you guys on as a preferred vendor um, and as a partner to us with our trucking clients. So we're super excited. Before we run too far down that road, um, let's scale back. One of the questions we like to ask, this is a trucking podcast. Really, we're just trying to bring value and entertainment to the trucking industry. One of the questions we always open up with, if you had a CB handle on the radio, what would your CB handle or tag name be? CB handle. So does that refer to just my uh, so name? like a nickname on the road. So you're driving the truck and you're, you know, mm-hmm. nine or nine or this is <laughs> whatever. It's a nickname more or less. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, you know, I, I used to, uh, a long time ago, I used to, uh, uh, DJ a few things uh, here and there with some friends and one of my friends gave me a nickname uh, DJ Monk Straps because I was wearing uh, shoes that were, had Monk Straps so I'd probably stick to Monk Straps because that'd just be the easiest way <laughs> I love it <laughs> yeah and I bet that's not a current handle anywhere too that's that's awesome and you know they have nothing to do with each other but I'm sure if I was in a truck I'd be listening to a lot of music so I'd probably be thinking about that anyways. What was the go-to music when you were DJing and what would you listen to if you were driving? Uh, you know, really anything. Um, uh, lots of, you know, uh, hip-hop music, um, you know, electronic music, um, slow-paced music, and really anything. I think, you know, if you're, especially if you're, you know, you're a truck driver, you're going to spend a lot of hours on the road. Yeah. Um, you know, you have probably a lot more probably time to listen to your thing. But podcasts as well. Oh Sorry. yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. No, I said. Uh, I said probably some high energy music, huh? Oh yeah, totally. Yes, that 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 would uh, that would definitely be uh, on the playlist. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so diving into the um, safety compliance side, what are some big initiatives or like some cool things that are rolling out? Let's say Q one, looking forward to Q two and three of this next year that you guys are excited to push into the trucking industry that are gonna bring value and a benefit to its uh, users in the database? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so I think um, uh, actually kind of stepping back a bit, um, you know, one of the areas that I really focus on is um, uh, thinking about safety, right? And I think what we've seen in the industry is, you know, safety is more important than ever. Um, you know, you're in the insurance space, you've seen sort of insurance, you know, costs of insurance, um, the number of accidents, the use of, um, you know, cell phones and nuclear verdicts all sort of go on the rise. Right? And we've seen, um, you know, in, in the last kind of few years, especially, you know, payouts of over a million have increased almost by 5x, you know, the last decade. So, um, you know, we know that there's a lot that, you know, these costs, safety is, is top of our customers' minds. And so uh, one of the things we've been really focusing on is how do we think of our product um, as really giving customers the ability to have a, take a proactive approach to safety? Um, you know, and so one of the things we uh, recently launched uh, was our uh, uh, new AI dash cam. And uh, our new AI dash cam, uh, you know, is, is, is a real top of the line kind of uh, uh, camera that we've shipped recently. Um, you know, one of the things we've seen with um, a lot of AI dash cams in the market is a lot of them are claimed to be sort of advanced in this space. And I think uh, with our approach with the AI dash cam, you know, we wanted to build a product that actually really focuses on uh, driver prevention. And, you know, the product that we built here, it instantly alerts drivers, um, you know, on making sure that uh, anytime an unsafe behavior is detected, um, you know, they're aware and uh, you know it's been captured by the by the uh, dash cam, and so this product um, is actually part of our overall kind of sort of AI powered safety platform. But the new kind of uh, product that we shipped recently, I think, really ensures that uh, from a driver standpoint, and then from a safety department standpoint, you know they're capturing as much information around sort of behavior on the road, which can then be used to improve uh, outcomes uh, on the road as as well. And so, um, you know, we, we've really taken advantage of a lot of the advances made recently in edge AI and computer vision. And we think, you know, the, uh, the businesses that sort of manage their drivers, vehicles, equipment, physical assets, um, this technology has really room to transform um, kind of this entire space 
with, uh, you know, with, with leveraging more kind of AI capabilities. And so um, <clears throat> I'll talk a little bit more about kind of our, our, our product space. But, um, you know, I think what we've seen is, you know, obviously the AI camera is very important. Um, we've invested a lot from building an edge AI processor, com advanced computer vision algorithms. Um, you know, we're getting what we probably have seen is like the most accurate camera in the market uh, in terms of detecting unsafe driving behavior. Uh, you know, things like cell phone alerts, right? One of the top reasons for accidents, uh, tailgating, this all this this is all, you know, alerting drivers in real time. Uh, but then what we do with that data, that these videos, these alerts that are being generated, um, we actually have a, a in-house safety team that's able to sort of review these videos. Uh, this team operates 24 seven, 365 days a year. And they analyze every single video, you know, within seconds of the uh, event happening to add additional context um, and additional source of severity indications, um, which are then able to get prioritized and sent to safety departments to review. And so, um, you know, I think you on the insurance side or others can, you know, can can really take benefit in knowing, hey, these alerts are being sent to the drivers, but in real time, you know, departments are being are are being notified if something is happening. And so, if it's a collision. Uh, if it's something that's a correctable behavior, um, they have the data right there with video to be able to then go and coach their drivers, um, you know, towards better outcomes for when they, you know, complete their trip. Uh, we call that kind of our automated coaching and review process. Uh, and and the last stuff, thing, and that stuff would all go to the fleet manager or safety manager, or the owner of the company for their driver, kind of real time. Yes, that's correct. Oh, um, wow. and, and we add in uh, additional insights on top of that around things like, um, you know, what was the severity um, in this location? Were there additional correctable behaviors that could have been captured here um, that, you know, the driver exhibited? Um, really a mix of, you know, uh, where where does a driver need to have better training? But where can the driver also probably just need to, you know, have a better sort of uh, idea around how to, how to do these things? And so um, that's sort of kind of like a micro view of, of safety. But we also offer the sort of macro view of safety, and, and that comes really comes together with our drive risk score. Uh, and so, our drive risk score, um, you know, we don't think of it as sort of managing events one one video event at a time. We don't think safety is just at that level. Uh, you know, we wanted to give customers really a holistic understanding of drivers' performance uh, across, um, you know, leveraging the drive score. Um, the drive score is effectively a risk program, uh, risk uh, product. Um, you know, what most telematics vendors will do here is, you know, they'll build a really basic score. They'll do some custom weights times the number of uh, events that happen and give you a score. And what we've seen is, and heard time and time again from customers, is how subjective that score is. Um, you know, the, the kind of the basic scores that they get in the market today. And so we started to kind of build this new kind of product um, that really gave an objective view of safety on the road, um, kind of leveraging our entire network of keep truck and vehicles. Uh, we're well north of 500,000 vehicles on the road, um, I think close to 600,000. So that gives us insight into every single you know, behavior on the road, um, a highway, city road, country road. Uh, we can use that to basically benchmark uh, safety for a driver and for a fleet against the entire KT network. And that gives you know customers sort of this objective measure of risk uh, which when we have done our benchmarking, we found it's been 5x more predictive of accidents um, than some of the leading safety scores we've seen in the industry. And so, um, you know, we see customers really utilizing it as kind of building out their entire safety program, um, everything from drivers to coach, to train, uh, and then very importantly, to reward as well. Um, you know, we're certainly aware of the uh, shortage and kind of the challenges on the labor side in the in the industry today. And so, you know, we think safety products can make a really big benefit, can be extremely beneficial for drivers on the road where it can reward and incentivize not only the right behaviors, but the right drivers. And I think if you can reward the positive as much as penalize the high risk, um, that really leads to sort of the outcomes that you want as a, um, as a safety department. Yeah, so reinforcing positive behavior and... Um, you know, good tactics and stuff. What are some examples of things that it will pick up on on a positive attribute or behavior that it's going to recognize? And then a follow-up question of that, obviously, on the negative side is what's one of the leading, I guess, identifiers for an accident? Because you said it's more likely to predict an outcome than just yeah. using your old formula. So let's dive into that a little bit. 
Yeah, those are both uh, great questions. So uh, on the positive side, you know, I think it, it really comes down to how the product is created. Uh, so the product, how it really looks at driver behavior is looks at driver behavior in, you know, in, you know, across a drive, across a road segment, across a, like a, a stretch of highway, let's say. And one of the things that we look at is, let's say, for example, you know, you uh, had a heartbreaking incident in, in a very sort of dense traffic zone. Um, let's say, you know, Lincoln Tunnel near New York City. Uh, and then, you know, let's say so you had also had a hard break in a, in a, not a very densely populated stretch of highway. Uh, we look at those two as not being equal. Um, the, the person breaking in the traffic, uh, you know, populated area is most likely going to do that because it, they're just traffic, right? And they're probably doing something because they're actually being safe. Uh, they're, they're going with the flow of traffic on the flip side. You know, if we see data in someone breaking in a highway, stretch of highway where there really is no one else breaking there, um, that's much more indicative of someone breaking because they're exhib exhibiting some sort of unsafe behavior. Maybe they're speeding too much or things like that. So if you look at the flip side now, you know, most products would see these as equal. Uh, we don't. And, and that's really where the positivity piece comes in, in that, you know, the drivers that are maybe following the rules of the road following the flow of traffic, right? They're breaking where everyone else is breaking a traffic zone. We're not going to penalize them. We're not going to make them sort of, um, you know, lose out on any potential incentives because they're just doing what is considered normal where they're driving. So that context is really built into the product. And I think that context really creates a separation for, you know, what should be considered positive behavior versus negative behavior. And now to answer your other question about, um, you know, what are leading indicators of, of accidents? I mean, so we've done a lot of kind of ROI work on our side to understand kind of, you know, how do, um, how do our safety products kind of lead, uh, you know, what are some of the, the indicators? But one of the top ones we see, you know, consistently is uh, speeding, right? And, and we know speeding is a challenge, you know, not just um, in our, with our customers, but, you know, in general. And, uh, and so one, we have a speeding product that we built that customers can use to get real-time alerts, um, you know, about posted speed limits, truck speed limits. Um, they can sort of suggest if, you know, um, drivers should be getting these as, as uh, alerts to the camera as well. But what we have seen is speeding tends to have a, a big factor uh, in, in accidents. And, and there's obviously other factors kind of built into it, but we do see that, you know, that's one of those behaviors that um, can be corrected. Um, it can be corrected. It can be improved. And if you see kind of a reduction in speeding, you will see typically a reduction in, in accidents and things like that. We have a number of customers who've actually uh, exhibited that over and over again using our product. And so, um, so drive score in that sense is kind of like this macro view of safety. We want to make sure that you can kind of see the, the, the positive, but also how you need to improve your fleet. Yeah, how cool is that? And plus, I think a lot of drivers, you know, this is an industry that's tough to give positive or real time either reinforcement or correction because people want guidance, whether positive yeah. or reinforcement of, hey, it's a positive thing that I'm doing or negative too. They want a corrective um, advice on, you know, if I'm not doing something up to your standards, what could I be doing better? I think this is a ton of value because that's what I heard there. It gives a either fleet manager, safety and compliance officer, whoever's overseeing safety and kind of real time over the fleet, the ability to real time provide positive and negative um, um, conversations with the driver. So, man, that's really yeah. neat. That's awesome. And what is this? Have you, is there enough data in place to show where you're reducing the frequency of crashes with all these tools being implemented on the company level? Are they seeing a reduction in downtime and accidents and, um, you know, negative safety scores and all that? Yeah, absolutely. I was actually going to add one more thing, I think, on the, um, you know, on the positive side and helping drivers get better. Uh, before, I, before I jump into that, um, you know, one of the things I think we've seen with, uh, you know, with our customers and our drivers is, we send, we give drivers access to their videos. Um, we're a strong believer in sort of transparency, right? And making sure that there's uh, open lines of communication between fleets and drivers and, and trust. And so one of the ways that we've also we made, you know, safety departments just more effective is by giving drivers access to their own videos, which we've seen that, you know, being a um, sort of a broad fleet management platform, 
there's a lot of engagement in our mobile application, which means that drivers are going to be um, you know, utilizing and watching these videos. Through the use of watching these videos, um, you know, through our, kind of our, our coaching platform, we've seen that drivers do end up reducing uh, their rates over time. And I think that's a really um, key thing because, you know, your drivers are on the road all the time. Um, you know, you're in the office or you're on the road. You're not going to have time to to bring them in and, and talk to them or, or it'll just take too long, right? And so we want to make sure that by giving them access to other videos, it also brings in the positivity of, of, you know, accessing your own information, but also making sure that when you do have that conversation, you know what that conversation is going to be about and you're on the same page. Uh, and, and there's a lot of transparency in that sense. So um, I think that's a really important thing. Um, I think drivers really appreciate that. I think fleets really appreciate that. The office appreciates that. Uh, now to answer your question about sort of reduction in accidents, things like that, we've done a number of sort of studies and, and looked at a lot of, um, you know, talked to a lot of different customers uh, you know, we, we have a fairly sort of, uh, sort of a robust way of understanding this. One of the things we have seen, you know, is typically we've seen a kind of accident rate reduction anywhere from sort of 30 to 40% with a lot of our customers. Uh, and that's usually in, um, you know, one year of having the, 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 you know, the AI dash cam and, and using our coaching product and, and on top of that. And then we've seen that through our own kind of statistical analysis. And we've also seen that by, um, you know, talking to specific customers and understanding, you know, the impact that these products have had on their, um, their space. We're going to be, um, you know, we, we, we have shared that information before, but I think it's, it's important for customers to know that, you know, a lot of the benefits of these cameras and safety products, you know, it has to be sort of a, uh, it has to be sort of utilized. And, and you, once you utilize it, you can start seeing results in one year. Awesome. Yeah, I was going to say, I th I, it seems like from an accountability standpoint, too, that the drivers being able to, you know, reflect on any, you know, mishaps or something they w could have made probably is a huge breakthrough for them as well. I mean, you know, from a psychological standpoint, I know a lot of us tend to be fairly defensive when somebody accuses us of something and we don't want to admit responsibility. So being able to go back and take an honest look at <clears throat> a mistake you may have made probably will also help increase the future safety of that driver. I mean, I know that I'm sure there's probably studies on it, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I 100% agree with you. And I think, you know, a big part of of what makes that happen is, you know, the, these AI dash cams, um, you know, they have to be accurate. Um, they have to be sort of, uh, uh, you know, have the, like, the right levels of precision to be able to say, hey, you know, Ryan or Cameron, if I'm alerting you because you're on your cell phone, um, I'm actually doing it because it's true. Um Right. And that's how, we, you know, we, we've designed our product to make sure that there are almost no false positives. Um, it's, a, it's an AI term, but really we want to make sure that the alerts you get are things that you can trust. And, and we've seen that with other camera products in the market. Um, you know, they, they generate a lot of false, inaccurate events and people lose trust. Drivers lose trust. The fleet manager loses trust. And you made this, you know, expensive investment that's not really panning out. And so, you know, we're one of the, uh, uh, you know, few, you know, few AI dash vendors I think can really stand behind this. That says like, you know, look, our, you know, AI technology is about as accurate, uh, you know, as, as it gets. And I think it's really a combination of that, you know, plus the automated coaching through the videos, um, the drive score. That's what's really has led to, you know, customers getting to that accident reduction rate that I talked about of a 30 to 40%. I also know this because I have this in my own car, you know, and, um, you know, the amount of alerts I used to get for, uh, you know, using the cell phone versus uh, what I get now after, you know, uh, months and, and years literally of, of testing, uh, it's actually a big difference. Um, I don't want to talk about my drive score because that's actually pretty embarrassing. But uh, <laughs> from, a, from an AI kind of alerting standpoint, um, I've seen my own kind of cell phone use really, really improve over time and actually decline. And I think you know, if I can do it in my own personal cars, then, you know, I'm sure we're seeing the benefit of that and with a lot of our customers. Right. Yeah. And, you know, what's what's kind of funny there is being somebody who sells insurance, I also wouldn't want to share my personal driving stories or style with anybody. So <laughs> I think we can we can agree to keep that uh, yeah. concealed. Um, you know, on, on the other end of things, I was curious. So I you're 
you're on the product side for the trucking segment. What other areas does Keep Trucking go into? I mean, it sounds like there's obviously a big AI aspect, but I imagine that's probably fairly overarching. Um, can you go into a little bit of that, you know, more so just uh, for curiosity's sake, and then we can get back to the trucking side? Sure. Um, so in some of the other areas that, you know, we as a company operate in, um, you know, we're not just in trucking only. Uh, we have, you know, a, a good, uh, you know, a, a lot of customers actually kind of broadly across multiple industries, construction, oil and gas, you know, passenger transit. Uh, we we have customers kind of across all these different segments. We have over 100,000 customers, uh, you know, on our platform. And so, you know, we are effectively, you know, uh, operating in almost every single vertical, you know, that, that is that is there or have something to, to offer all of them. And then if you kind of look at our kind of fleet management platform, you know, we focus on, you know, beyond kind of the AI driver safety, the compliance side, uh, we do focus on things around fuel, maintenance, um, you know, helping understand kind of, you know, automated driver workflows. Um, you know, we have a sort of a really broad kind of portfolio of hardware products as well. Uh, we have an asset gateway, um, you know, that can be also leveraged, um, you know, to, to track, um, you know, um, in real time, your, your assets. So as a platform, we're really broad. Um, and, and right. we see kind of customers across segments, all types of vehicles. Uh, and so, you know, that, that's really, you know, we took a sort of a, a specific kind of um, uh, what I would consider kind of vertical based approach to the market. But as a product now, I think it's it's very broad, very horizontal and, and works really across any segment. And, and we have a number of customers across all of those. Excellent. Yeah, I know. And I think a big thing and Cam, I don't know if this crossed your mind with the majority of clients I talk to, I would say 80 percent of them in the trucking industry are going with Keep Trucking as an ELD program. And not to mention, obviously, you guys offer a wide, uh, you know, scope of benefits to using your product uh, in that industry. But it seems like you guys obviously have some good marketing. And then you, you know, to my surprise, you guys have an excellent just array of market and research that's really going to change the safety and future of the trucking industry, it sounds like. Yeah, we're, we're strong believers in, you know, the, ben of the benefits of bringing sort of AI technology, um, you know, to the, to the segment. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunity for helping our customers really change, you know, their their cost profiles, helping them sort of achieve better safety outcomes with with reduced accidents. Um, you know, and, and I think the, you know, AI dashcam is, is one aspect of it. But if you look at the entire platform, I think you know everything is is really beneficial for uh, from customers from you know from that standpoint. Um, you know, one of the things was I used to work at Uber prior to uh, Keep Trucking. And, you know, I was, uh, you know, work with our self-driving car division uh, for a period of that. And, you know, I think, you know, self-driving technology, um, you know, gets a lot of attention, lots of money, lots of press, uh, right, in terms of the potential benefits it'll have on safety. You know, but the, but the you know, full deployment of that technology is still a, a ways out. And that's right. what really compelled me to come to Keep Trucking because, you know, safety needs to be solved now. Uh, you know, it's not like right. these accidents are, are going to happen in some future. They're happening now. And, you know, if you have AI technology that can be deployed uh, very quickly, very uh, cost efficiently in vehicles today, then why not? Right. And and we've seen, as I talked about earlier, in terms of accident reduction, that you can make an impact now. Um, and so I think, you know, given where we are, you know, we, we've been, <clears throat> I think we've been lucky in the pandemic, you know, that, we can sit at home and order things uh, online, but there's a there's a real kind of uh, you know um, you know industry out there that's moving these things and getting these things efficiently for us where where we need it to be, and so I think we have a real uh, kind of obligation to make them safer on the road with some of the products that we're making, and so um, you know we we're really um, sort of bullish on what we do in terms of the impact we can have with safety, and I uh, really think that the work we do really matters. So um, that's what gets oh, me excited about yeah here yeah and it's so fantastic i mean really when we talk about the issues with just major lawsuits we this is a topic that comes up often in our conversations obviously in our business outside of this and as well in the podcast these massive lawsuits that are happening if you can you know change the reduction or change and reduce the amount of flaws fatalities you know driver errors etc 
you're talking about changing the industry because right now, you know, we're having conversations about raising insurance limits and because there are these $15 million lawsuits for a company that will literally tear a company off the road and not to mention you're saving lives in the long run as well. And maybe in the short term, like you said, that's why you came here to have an immediate effect. And it seems like you're doing just that. So I definitely applaud the product and what you guys yeah. are doing, obviously, to push it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and that's, that's what we want to do in the next, uh, you know, few years. I think we, we really think there's such an opportunity here, uh, you know, for safety to, to make an impact. Um, you know, I think you're, you kind of hit the nail, right, which is there's a lot of things that are happening in industry now. You know, safety is more important now than ever. Um, and it's only going to continue going that way, right? There's more demand for things. Um, there's, you know, more, you know, you're, you're going to want things faster and you're going to want things more cheaper. And so that means that a lot of the, you know, supply and the labor today has to sort of be able to keep up with that, right? And, and kind of the history of, you know, trucking has been, um, you know, it's, it, it's gone from being something that was very regulated to not being unregulated, um, so the economics, I think, are, um, you know, definitely, you know, they're, they're definitely set up in a way that, you know, you have to sort of uh, continue driving and to really start earning. And I think, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity here for them to sort of really reduce their costs by making safety much more um, beneficial to them versus just a pure cost for a lot of these customers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think bringing it back to a business owner aspect, you got to look at what is an un safe company or driver culture do for you as a business owner because the concept of trucking is simple right i'm going to agree to um, take a product your cargo from point a to point b safely efficiently and in the time frame that i've designated and told you i would do it that's essentially like a successful trucking company right but there's so many things that happen in between with congestion of the roadway. I mean, just for a, a small example, when COVID first hit and nobody was going to work and there's less traffic on the freeways and the infrastructure, accidents reduced greatly. Um, so now we know that and we know that there's always going to be cars and there's going to be congestion and it might be different how that looks tomorrow than it has in the past, but you're still going to have to deal with that. And so the best way to do that and combat that is a culture of safety giving valuable guidance and feedback to your drivers, the ability to train them real time and also use video as training opportunities. One of the things that kind of jumps out at me, and it might be because we recently did a podcast that'll be coming out about marketing, is I think you can use some of those segments of training opportunities and recordings as good PR for your company and kind of building this environment of, hey, we are we value our drivers, we value making them the best that they can be, protecting the public and keeping everyone safe and getting the driver home at night. I mean, that's what matters, right? And keeping the public safe. I mean, these truck drivers take an oath of it's, you know, plowing into a car or taking themselves off the road. What do they do? Most are going to take the route to go off the road to protect the public. And so I think all these things just um, compile into a great positive culture for a trucking company, not to mention to the original point, how much money does that save a company when you run without interruptions? I mean, the downtime and, um, getting repairs these days is astronomical. You know, your truck goes to the shop. A, can you get parts? B, good luck finding a mechanic that can do it in a timely manner and getting your truck back on the road, not to mention the shortage of rental vehicles that we're facing at the moment. So there's so many different things that impact a safe driving operation versus one that constantly has interruptions with poor driving habits, accidents, out of service violations, which I think your product addresses. Um, let's dive in a little bit to the, you said you can help predict or you have a mechanical component aspect of the product that you can probably help predict, you know, hey, we need to start addressing these needs on this truck. It's X amount of years old. We're hitting this mileage milestone. Here's things that we need to start doing to prevent mechanical failure and breakdowns. Is that correct? Yeah, we do. We do uh, work in a preventative maintenance uh, and sort of predictive maintenance kind of realm. Um, you know, we collect data from, uh, you know, from these vehicles, fault codes and things like that. And then we can use that to help customers understand, you know, where, you know, where these issues are going to be. Um, so we do have a pretty kind of robust offering there. Um, you know, and then, and I think we've seen a lot of customers really benefit from that in terms of helping to sort of manage their fleets more efficiently, 
um, you know, understanding, you know, how do we sort of make the right purchasing decisions? How do we sort of understand the right downtime decisions? Uh, and I think that's really the benefit of a fully management platform, right? It's, you know, maintenance and sort of downtime is, is one aspect of, you know, how do I utilize my assets and, and continue building my business? And so I think, um, you know, as a product, we kind of cover all of these different different spaces purely for the reason of, you know, we don't think you should be looking at everything as sort of like an individual vacuum, but really all this data needs to be coming together. Yeah. Um, time and time again, you know, we hear from customers, um, you know, I use, you know, this for this and this for that and this for this. And all this data is very siloed. Um, and I think there's not really, you're not really getting the benefits of, of you know, of technology, if all your data is siloed and you can't make sort of the right decisions uh, with all this data living in disparate worlds. And so, you know, I think with an integrated and, and really automated platform like ours, you do get the opportunity to look at maintenance, but also in the context of everything that's happening across yeah. your fleet. Right? How do I use my, how do I utilize fuel more efficiently? Which vehicles, yeah. um, you know, are having an actual problem? Which drivers may need to be coached to improve their fuel usage, um, you know, and, and or what's the mileage uh, looking like on one versus another? Um, so we we've done a lot of work around that as well in making sure customers understand how to just run a much more fuel efficient uh, product, you know, and, and with sort of sustainability, you know, kind of on the horizon, uh, we're doing a lot of work there to ensure that you know we can support you know electrification for fleets as it, as it happens, and so. There's a lot of, um, I think that's really the benefit of, again, going to an op- yeah. overall integrated fleet management platform. Well, and you're providing a dashboard just like they would have in their truck of alarms and alerts and systems and gauges in, in a different, obviously, context there. But that's what you're basically providing. And I know we've hammered a little bit higher level and centric around the fleet, but there's still a ton of value. And I know a lot of owner operators that utilize you guys for the ELD component and all these other things because an owner operator or a newer company can still implement all these habits and resources and product integration as they grow and as they scale. And in fact, I think it would be a very smart move for someone to do that because then it's already integrated into the normal workflow and their day to day. And as they scale, it'll just become that much easier, correct? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, and a good way to kind of think about this, right? We've had a lot of customers that have grown on our platform, right? We've had, um, right. you know, we've had our, pro- we've, you know, the company's been around since 2013. We've had, we've continued innovating and, in, you know, uh, shipping, you know, um, an ELD product, um, you know, expanding to IFTA, DVIRs, uh, you know, the AI dash cam, fuel. But we've seen actually, you know, as we kind of grow our product, we see customers grow with us. And so now if you kind of look at our customer base, you know, we have customers, very large customers and, you know, very sort of new up and coming uh, owner operators as well. And I think, I think the really important thing to know is, you know, our product is designed to help you grow your business. Uh, it's help, designed to help you kind of save these costs and put them towards growing your business. But, you know, if, if the largest, some of the largest cup, you know, fleets are using our product, then you can be, you know, effectively rest assured that you're built using a product that the big boys use as well. And if you want to get to that over time, you know, you can't go wrong yeah. uh, you know, with a product that's used by everyone. So I think oh. there's a lot of benefit for, for all of them. And the, do you need someone in necessarily a safety or compliance role to interpret and take this data that comes through or really an owner? How, how much time would it take on an ongoing basis? Let's say they have a few trucks and an owner is in charge of this or a husband and wife or someone, is it a few hours a week that they can internalize and use this data? Or what do you guys say for implementation? You know, I would say it should be minutes. Um, You know, we we think of building our products, um, you know, from a sort of a really consumer aspect in mind. Um, You know, know, we understand kind of our, our, our demographic and our profile as well, right? Drivers are, you know, gonna be all over the place. Uh, and have all different kinds of backgrounds and experiences. So we want we design our products in a way that makes it accessible to all and and easy to use for everyone. And so, um, you know, the ability to interpret, you know, our, our, our data, for example, our drive score, drivers have access to their drive score, um, you know, in the mobile application themselves, right next to their videos. They can see how much they've improved. They can see why it's declined. Um, and, and we test a lot of this, uh, you, know, you know, as we are kind of building out these products, we test and validate a lot of the things that we're building with customers and, and their customers of all sizes, small, medium, large, 
uh, just to make sure that the products we're building serve their needs in a way that makes it easy for them to consume it and then and then actually utilize it to get to those outcomes I talked about. And so, um, you know, our approach is like, how do we make the most easiest to use product at the same time, give you the most sort of robust kind of functionality um, available and, and, you know, some of the most forward looking technology as well. And so, you know, I think of it as really like an iceberg where, you know, maybe at the top, you see the the tip of the iceberg, but there's so much complexity, you know, you know, the, you know, the adage, right? 80% of the iceberg is actually underwater. Um, that's how we think about building our products. It's the complexity is there, but that make that our problem. And we should make the customer just have the most easiest to use and sort of simple product in the market. Right. Just like an e- easy to consume and they don't have to do analytics while they're driving a truck down the highway. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably wouldn't be a good idea. Um, and, and I have tried doing that. I've tried consuming our videos and I, I got the AI dash cam uh, yelling at me. So uh, I've learned to uh, to stop doing that now and just focus on the road, which I think is probably something my wife is happier with. Yeah, I had the same on my car and I had to turn it off because it's fast acceleration, rapid brake and all this stuff. And it's like driving my insurance score down. <laughs> Can't do it. Yes. Man, that's yeah. awesome. What's okay. uh, what's some other exciting stuff coming up on the horizon? Um, I mean, the mission's great. I love it. Uh, everything you guys are talking about is great. And hopefully people are able to take some nuggets you know, out of this conversation. And if they have a different vendor consider looking at keep trucking especially as a partner we've got a um a great partnership deal worked out where they can go and go through our website and get you guys but um what are some things that they would expect coming down the road so um one of the things we just recently uh, announced and you know i think this was hot off the presses like last week uh we are now giving uh, all fleets access to their csa scores within the keep trucking platform so, uh, you know, we, we've been sort of uh, rethinking kind of compliance and, and really built this brand new sort of compliance management suite that has been um, you know, really getting really great reviews and feedback from customers. So one of the things you can do in there, uh, we have this sort of brand new compliance hub. You can access all of your HOS data, uh, you know, very easily. What kind of violations? It's super, uh, you know, lots of trends, lots of historical views you can have. But on top of that, um, you can actually see your CSA scores right there. Um, for the last uh, few years, you can kind of see based on the different basic categories, what states are you getting, um, you know, inspected in, and then what should you do uh, on top of that? And I think the combination of getting your CSA score on our product as well as our kind of, uh, you know, proprietary drive score, you now have this really great view into risk uh, across your fleet. Yeah. So you can make uh, just a lot more sort of intelligent decisions about, uh, you know, how do we approach this? And, and you know, we're one of the, uh, you know, we're one of the only real telematics vendors that have really added the ability to um, access your CSA scores within the product. And we think that's going to be really beneficial for customers. Well, I think it's good. And it would reinforce what we do, because at our agency, we review um, the CSA scores, review like actionable items. We go over the weighted time, like mm-hmm. how long it'll take to fall off and reduce your safety and compliance score your hours of service and the cool thing is is yeah drill down on the states and so it's like hey these states are causing 80 percent of your issues like let's really dial this in and make sure your pre-trip post-trip and your maintenance is up to spec on these trucks that are going here and now we can actually drive improvement which in turn reduces risk so um hey ryan go ahead bud yeah (laughs) i just had a quick question in regards to the csa scores do you does your do your products, excuse me, actually give recommendations on like things that may help improve CSA score? Is that what you were mentioning, or is that something coming down the line? Yeah. So what we do now with our CSA scores is we show you your score, but we also actually show you the forecast of how many points are going to be coming off um, in the next few months. Kind of exactly what you're talking That's about, fun. Cameron. And you, using that, you know, you can kind of dictate, um, you know, what kind of actions I can take. You know, we've seen, you know, customers, for example, see, hey, I've got a big speeding problem and they can automatically set up speeding alerts through our, ca- our product, uh, through the safety, uh, through the camera, um, you know, to, to alert drivers right away of when they're speeding above a certain limit. So we kind of see that integration right there. And I think that's really beneficial for customers. But uh, that does start with looking at kind of getting the picture of, of your CSA scores. And what we have seen, you know, with our uh, platform is, the customers that have used Keep Trucking, they've seen their HOS violations actually reduce 
by 50%, um, you know, since they've used uh, Keep Trucking. And I think that's really what we want to, you know, that's what we want the, the benefit of a, of a compliance management suite to be is that you, know, you should get better at managing compliance. It's a burden. It's a lot of time. Uh, you know, we've seen customers reduce the time and the efficiency by 50% as well. So we just want this to be a platform that they can use to really ensure that, you know, their time and energy is being put towards growing their business and, and things like compliance, which, um, you know, you have to do and it's very understandable. We, we help you sort of uh, really make that easy to use and, um, you know, really automate it in our platform. Yeah, and you know, another thing, and this, this is maybe more of a thought than it is a question, but it seems big because obviously we're in an industry where there are a lot of leased on operators in some degrees, and what, you know, there's usually a big disconnect, especially when the businesses are getting started. Uh, you know, they, ha they have friends or, you know, friends of friends that they hire as drivers, and then, you know, their vehicle isn't necessarily something they see very often. So the next thing, time they know there was actually an issue with the equipment on the vehicle is when it comes up on a bad inspection. So this seems like a great way to help them just stay in touch with what's going on inside their company as, you know, the dynamic of the trucking industry changes and maybe even gets a little more distant than it has in the past. Yeah, that's right. And, and I think that's, you know, bringing that data, you know, to your, um, you know, bringing that data, giving that visibility. Um, I think that's what's most important, right? That's how you can make the, the right decisions. And, and, you know, you, as we said, these guys are core to the economy. So we want to make sure they have the most easiest to use data right at their fingertips. Of course, of course. Cool. Well, I know we are, we are getting close to the end of time. Uh, man, we really, really, really appreciate you being on here. I've been having a little bit of tech issues from my mobile work spot. But, um, you know, a question we do really like to ask, uh, you know, you can relate this to the company or you can relate this to yourself as, you know, you've been doing a lot of speaking about the company. But if you were able to put one message on a billboard for everybody to see, truckers and anybody on the road alike, what would that message be? What would that message be? Um you know, I, it's a great question. Um, uh, off the top of my mind, I think, you know, I'm, I'm really, uh, you know, really bullish on the AI dashcam that we, we've launched recently. I think the message I would put on, on top is, uh, you know, not all AI dashcams are treated equal. Uh, we want them to test keep truckings and, and they will see the results for themselves. Actually, yeah, I think a fear a that a lot of people probably have to overcome is allowing Big Brother, so to speak, inside the cab and the resistance and pushback that drivers might get, especially when you got over the road where, you know, hey, they're sleeping in the truck and stuff like that. What are um, the functionalities of the camera and then like the fail safes to ensure that like on their downtime, the truck isn't moving, the camera's not going and that kind of stuff? What does that look like? Just to touch on yeah. that. Yeah, that's a great question. And, and, you know, we certainly understand, you know, privacy for drivers is extremely important. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we, we ensure that, you know, from driver's standpoint, you know, we respect and maintain their privacy with our products. Uh, so one of the things that, you know, we do is, uh, and, and you have to sort of think about this is, you know, that, that AI dash cam, it, it's really think of it as a work product, right? And it will, the drivers that are sort of following the rules, um, you know, it will benefit them. Uh, and, and, you know, that's where we think it's, it's as much as it is a deterrent to unsafe behavior. It's also a promoter of great of great behavior, and so you know some of the best drivers we've seen um, really take that feedback into account and use it to really improve and and leverage the technology to get all kinds of benefits. Um, but there's other things that we provide out of the box. So there's a privacy lens cover um, that drivers can use to uh, cover the camera, um, and you know when they don't need to use it or when it's off duty. Um, we also make sure that with the camera you have the ability to press a button and record a video and send it up, uh, you know, to the, you know, to, to the, uh, dashboard. And so, and that's really beneficial because, you know, if a driver is ever in a situation where they need some additional help, um, or support, and they want to be able to show the video footage on top of that, that's really where it benefits drivers as well. And so, um, you know, uh, the last thing I'd say on this is, you know, with all the data that that's being collected, um, all this data, you know, it, it's anonymized and aggregated from our standpoint. So from our from our perspective, you know, there's a lot of security controls built into place to make sure that this drive this data is not, um, you know, not not being used in any sort of malicious way, and it's only uh, and it's if it's anonymized, you know, it's it's really in benefit of the driver in, in that sense, and so customers can really take satisfaction in knowing that. But I do think that from a driver standpoint, you know, some of the other things we talked about, 
you can you can uh, really benefit from that. Yeah, that's cool. No, good answer to that. And I know that that's a pushback we get from sharing the ELD data or the vendor or, you know, when people want access to that, people get a little um, sensitive and skittish to that. So I think that was a great answer. So I think that's good. Um, Is there if people had additional questions or wanted to learn more about the product, I'll post a link for us to direct people in there. And we got a Facebook group, um, get a load of this trucking. but is there, if they wanted to learn more, what's the best way to get in touch with Keep Trucking and just either demo the product or check it out? Uh, they can just reach out to our sales team, sales at keeptrucking.com. Okay. Um, and, you know, if you're a customer, you've got uh, things you want to reach out to, you can always reach out to support at keeptrucking.com. And, um, you know, I'm always happy to talk to customers as well or, 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 or prospects about their needs. I think, you know, we... We certainly care about a lot about what's going on with trucking and, and the industry, but also love to get their feedback on, you know, what they'd love to see from us. Yeah, man, that's awesome. I appreciate that. And we appreciate your uh, your time on this podcast. It was super valuable to me, I think. And hopefully a lot of listeners will get a lot of value out that if out of that if they're not already current cl- clients or customers of yours. Like Ryan mentioned, I feel like, yeah, seven or eight out of every 10 people that we talk to are already with you guys. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it means you must be doing something yeah. right. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me on the podcast today. I've, uh, um, I'm glad you've been able to hear me talk about uh, my own bad driving practices, but <laughs> I'll get better. And uh, products, we'll, we'll get there. But I really appreciate the time you guys gave me uh, and the, you know, and keep trucking to, to having us today. And I really love the work you guys are doing here on the podcast, but also uh, with helping on the intro side. Of our yeah, customers. man. Much appreciated. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know, one day maybe we'll have to have you on for a conversation deeper into AI and the technology into the, not necessarily even the trucking industry. It seems like a broader conversation, but it sounds like you probably know a lot about that and might be might be a little higher uh, higher level or higher technical language than some people would be used to. But I think it'd be an interesting episode if you're interested in the future. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to be on here. Um, love to kind of talk about do a deep dive into. Um, you know, our AI and sort of our computer vision investments and, and where we see that's going to. So, uh, yeah, we'd love to love to do that at some point. Let me know when. Excellent, man. Thank we you. appreciate you. Cool, man. All right. That concludes another episode of Get a Load of This. Um, tune in for upcoming episodes coming out. And also join our Facebook group, Get a Load of This Trucking. It's over in Facebook. There's a lot of good content deals people sharing informations or just stuff about the trucking industry in general. So until next time, thank you guys. Thank you.